0: You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Horn Frogs, your daily TCU podcast. I'm Steven Simcox. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliable, low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Go to rockauto.com today. Let them know that Locked On Podcast Network is. Since you're there, uh, it is Tuesday, July 20th. Appreciate you tuning in whenever it is or wherever you are uh, while you're listening. Um, wanted to revisit a topic that we tackled yesterday in the first segment and then get into some TCU football discussion in segment number two um, this morning, afternoon, whenever it is that you uh, find me and are tuning in to Locked on Horned Frogs. But first, let's revisit that topic that we discussed on Monday about which TCU program is closest to winning a national championship. Uh, I put a poll out on Twitter on at locked on TCU and the final votes, the tally reads baseball is what our, our listeners, our fans selected at 33% of the vote. Soccer with 25 football with 18 men's tennis with 22. So pretty close um soccer or baseball didn't exactly run away with it soccer was ahead as i was kind of following these results for the majority of the time the poll was out but baseball sort of snuck up at the end and won it and i'm okay with that you know i said soccer yesterday uh but i realized that soccer is not the most proven program in the world they're coming off their best season in the eric bell era their best season in program history honestly making it to the Elite eight and having a chance playing in a very competitive game or if they could have won that they would have been one of four teams left uh but at the same time they haven't showed that they can consistently you know win at that level they haven't shown that they can do that on a uh weekend week out basis really to this point year after year they showed it this season They went and won a big 12 title um but we'll have to see what they do next year what, what's your encore under Eric Bell, and how does the program move forward from here? Now, baseball, I would say, has sort of plateaued over the last few seasons, but you're getting some new energy, uh, some new blood in there with Kirk Sarloos. You know, what can he do? What does he have to offer as the head coach, as opposed to being the pitching coach as he was for a number of years? So I get it. I get why baseball ended up being the winner. Um, And, you know, I, I also mentioned... Like men's tennis, I included it because I think uh, my friend Jacob Langford was actually the one who mentioned like, "Hey, you need to have men's tennis in there." And if you're hearing some background noise, sorry, my uh, my son Sawyer is um, not a fan of bedtime, so we're fighting that while we're recording. <laughs> we're recording the Locked On Horn Frogs podcast. But men's tennis also had a really great run this season. David Arditi has done a nice job building that program. Um, but the consistency is going to be the big question as far as consistently, you know, can you get to that next point, a Final Four national championship appearance. So baseball in a lot of respects does feel like a good choice, even though I ultimately went with soccer. And with Austin Krobe, it looks like he's going to be returning. Uh, You know, I think there's a good chance Marcelo Perez is back. We'll see what some of these young pitchers Come in and do. Um, Braden Taylor is an absolute monster in the middle of that lineup. I, I still believe in guys like Elijah Nunez and Luke Boyers. Boyers had a nice little end of the season. Both those players went through some really tough stretches, but I believe they showed some encouraging things playing almost every day in the field and swinging the bat. Uh, so there's there's room for growth there. There's some other young guys on that team that haven't played consistently, but I believe there's a lot of optimism around what they can do. So that coupled with a, a young coach in Kirk Sarlous, who is ready to uh, step up to the challenge and be the guy, I think that's a good recipe for TCU baseball. And football finished last at 18%, which is um, not shocking to me. I mean, I think the main thing with football is, it's just really hard to win a national title in football. There's only a handful of schools that have done it in recent memory. It's Alabama, it's Clemson, um, you know, Georgia hasn't done it yet, but they're kind of in that mix. Oklahoma hasn't been able to break through in the playoffs yet, but they're a factor. It's just a very select group that is actually playing for national titles. And maybe that changes as the playoff expands in the coming years and you go to 12 teams and it's a little more of a grind, there's a little more, uh, variety, possibly some parody, but right at this moment, there's not a lot of programs in college football who can win national titles. And as excited as we are about this season for two, three football, uh, the majority of fans and analysts still think the ceiling is probably Playing for a Big 12 championship, uh, and hopefully finding a way to to win against presumably Oklahoma. If you're able to get the game, the chance to be Iowa State, you to be Texas. There's a lot of dominance that have to fall in between you know, and actually getting it done in playing at that point in the season. So, all that being said, um, yeah, I mean, I think there is some reasons to be optimistic about TCU football, just not making it to that point in the conversation, at least not yet. So uh, baseball makes sense. I would personally go soccer, but if you want to keep chiming in on that discussion, you can. Again, my Twitter is at Simcox Steven. Um, the show Twitter is at LockedOnTCU. Let me know, hey, this is the program I think that is closest uh, and give me your reasons why. And of course, I should say, and I, I said this when I was wording the, uh, the poll on social media, um, this is not including rifle because I know the TC rifle team is incredible and they get it done and they win national titles and they've done it before. And I, I believe they're going to do it again. and They'll probably do it again in the near future. But we're saying outside of that program, which has established itself as uh, a national contender, who do we think are the teams that could make that next step and get it done? So that is, uh, that. that's that. And uh, again, thanks for participating in that subject, in that discussion, if you did. Coming up next, uh, I got a new segment debuting for you about TCU football. Before we do that, though, I do want to tell you about betonline.ag. Game six of the NBA finals tonight. Can the Bucks get it done? Or the Suns going to force a game? Seven, uh, you know who I think would have a really good idea about what's going to happen in that game? That's Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports. And Lee has brought you and built betonline.ag. You can go there. You can find out how to make some money today. He also has um, a lot on Major League Baseball. The Rangers getting shelled again on Monday night by the Detroit Tigers. They're in a bad way since the All-Star break ended. Let Lee make you some money if you're a Rangers fan like me and you don't have a lot to cheer about over the next few months. BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code LOCKEDON. Again, that's BetOnline.ag, your one-stop shop for sports betting. Okay, let's keep it rolling. Segment number two here on Locked on Horn Frogs. Uh, debuting a new segment today. I'll try to do this over the next few weeks. We're going to rank the games on the TCU football schedule from least important to most important. We'll go from 12 to one. We're only going to do regular season games because um, that's the games that are in front of us. So yeah, we'll go 12 to one and I'll start with number 12. And I think most of you will agree with me on this. It's the, uh, the lovely Duquesne Dukes. I did not realize before this game was scheduled that Duquesne had, a uh, a college football program, but apparently they do. They're an FCS school. They really struggle in FCS competition. So, essentially, this is supposed to just kind of be a scrimmage for TCU to kind of figure out where they are and get better. Now, I say least important. I I don't... I think there are some things that can be learned from this game. Um, A few years ago, TC really didn't play particularly well against Arkansas Pine Bluff. You know, they ended up winning, they won the game comfortably, but it felt like they sort of just slogged through it, got it done. A lot of their points were capitalized off, you know, turnovers and good field position. They didn't have many sustained drives and that team ended up going 5 and 7. Um I remember the year that Casey Paul Hall got hurt and him and Trey were trading reps. This a game at Southeast Louisiana where it was an 11 a.m. kick. It's September. It's blazing hot. And we're just standing in the student section waiting for them to break that game open. And they never really did. I mean, they won. Defense was fantastic. But the offense really, really struggled. Uh, Kenny Hill's first season as a full-time starter taking on South Dakota State, found themselves in a dogfight. And the Jackrabbits are a good team. They played Sam Houston for an SCS national title this spring. But still, that team ended up going, uh, you know, 6-6, six and six, finished 6-7 six and seven after losing that bowl game to Georgia. Now, it's not always a, a perfect indication of where you are, Um Sean Robinson-led TCU Hornfrogs Frogs, destroyed Southern in the season opener at home, and then went on to really give Ohio State a game. And after that, things slowly unraveled, deteriorated, uh, and the team rallied, and they finished 7-6, and six, but they had won their last three games to do that and had some embarrassing losses along the way. So, I mean, it's important that you win the game. And obviously that should be a given, but I just, I I can't imagine we're going to leave that contest and say, wow, this is a group that's going to go nine and three. Um, They're going to be impressive. They should be impressive. I I mean, you're just, you're not going to learn a lot about TCU football in between the white lines against Duquesne. I, I can't see that being the case. Now, again, got to find a way to win the game and win it comfortably. But to me, that's the least important game. You know, the thing, the things to look for in my mind, out of that game, are one, how how focused are you? Are you coming out? If this is supposed to be a team with a lot of veteran leadership, are you coming out with your head on straight, ready to rock and roll, ready to run through your offense? And and what what are they showing on offense early in the season? What are they trying to accomplish? What's their identity? You know how smooth are things? Do they look like a group that is ready to get out there and win big ball games? Are they able to, you know, get to the line, get their checks in based on whatever the defense is in? Um, but other than that, I just I don't see a lot to be learned. They can probably just turn around and hand the ball to Zach Evans thirty times and win easily. Um, and they didn't really have one of these games last year. You know, they played Louisiana Tech late in the season. That was the last game of the year. And by that time, they were rolling. So they they won that game comfortably. But this is just sort of a, hey, let's, let's get the pads on. Let's stretch out. Let's get some of the soreness out. Let's play another team. See what that looks like. Go at game speed and then move on from there. So... In my mind, that's number 12. And tomorrow we'll tackle what number 11 is on the schedule. And, you know, I mean, non-conference games, it's easy to just say, yeah, those are going to be the first three that come off the board because you don't want to do this, but you can go on three and non-conference play. And, you know, if you have a good – Big 12 season, you can rally and still sort of salvage things. Um, So that being said, though, uh, we'll see. I might have some surprises for you. I think there's some things to be learned from those Cal and SMU games um, that give it a little more importance than maybe meets the eye. And I feel like there's some games against the bottom of the Big 12 Conference that, yeah, they're important because they're conference games. But, honestly, TCU should win them going away. And those other two non-conference games will probably provide better competition for the Horn Frogs. Okay, when we come back, we'll wrap up. We'll close up shop. Before we do that, though, I do want to tell you about our title sponsor for today's pod. Rock um, Rock Auto. Go to rockauto.com today. They are a family-owned business, family-owned company. They've been in business for a long time, and they'll help you find the right parts for your vehicle. What do you need? What do you want? You can find it at Rockauto. Again, that's rockauto.com. Go there today. Give it a try. Rockauto.com. That'll do it for a Tuesday edition of Locked on Horn Frogs. We'll be back at it again tomorrow. I'm Stephen Simcox. Thank you for listening. Tune in on Wednesday. Lockdown Horn Frogs, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.